0: I tried to let the anger go, but you won't let me do it Cause you tried to play my mental till I snap and say screw it Don't want you to misconstrue it, this was dead before you knew it Had a chance, took a stance, made your choice Alright, you there
1: we it. go, finally Like what, a third, fourth time's the charm type shit Uh Episode two, I'm here with my good homie, Gibbs Medicate How we doing brother?
2: Yo, what's good brother, thanks for having me man
1: Fuck yeah uh, we had Spitz in here a little bit ago while he was visiting us and shit like that. It's gonna be a cool, uh, it's gonna be cool to get the whole, the whole squad, uh, first they're individual episodes, but, uh, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I definitely want to get a group, a group one going. <clears throat> Where we have everybody around the table And we just sit here and shoot the shit or something Even if we just like play a game Like if we have some like cards or some shit And we just have the mic set up Just let the shit happen It'd
2: be a damn good time bro Hell yeah
1: But uh, this one's about you man This one's yours This one's yours entirely (laughs) How you been? Tell the people who you are Where you're from Shit like that You know
2: Uh, I mean all right, yo So like basically uh, My name is Gibbs Medicaid I'm coming to y'all from Williamsport, Pennsylvania I'm 25 years old uh, mainly dabbling in the hip-hop right now. Uh, I've been doing a lot as far as trying to expand genres and, and everything. Uh, put out my most recent single a few months ago titled Obnoxious. Uh, working on getting my next uh, project out entitled "Medicate M-E-D-I-K-8. That will be probably sometime next year due to all this COVID and everything with the pushback. But yeah, just an independent artist out here trying to make it. <laughs>
1: Aren't we all? Aren't we all? You said uh, you said your recent single, Obnoxious, that's the one we got playing in the intro and the outro. So uh, that's the song that you'll be hearing then. Tell me a little bit about that. What, what,
2: what's that track about? Uh, that was actually kind of a, a, a almost an, a happy accident in a way. The homie District Apollo uh, up from Ontario had sent me that beat a while back. And I wasn't sure what I really wanted to do with it, but when I found the hook and the vibe, and I really caught it, like it all just kind of came together. Of like, more or less, all the repressed attitude that I bit my tongue on, on letting some of that shit go. It's right. been, it's been definitely pent up and needed to come out. Be a little obnoxious for a second. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Feel, definitely feel that,
1: feel that when you when you check the track for sure, for sure. So out of Weemsport. Is that where you're from? Born and raised. Born and raised in in Williamsport, PA. That's what's up. What have you always been a rapper? See, we've known each other for for a couple of years now and stuff like that, but you weren't one of my childhood friends like Spitz was and stuff like that. Um, Also, this is your fucking podcast, too. So (laughs) the reason why I'm asking these questions isn't for me, obviously. It's for the people.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's actually it's still crazy to me to this day how I ever even ended up in hip-hop, because it was a complete accident in itself. Like, I grew up really into, like, the heavy metal scene and, like, the headbanging, the emo kid. That was was definitely the skater kid. That was me all through high school. And so, like, when hip-hop made its way into really impacting my life, artists, like... Eminem was one of the first from like third grade, the Eminem show, like that album really spoke to me on every level, so many tracks. Yeah. That thing is a throwback. It's a classic, like so many relatable tracks. There's some party like vibing, like all types of energy over that thing. And I really, that was one of my real first experiences where hip hop like stuck with me. And then later in or in my early or later years, like people like Mac Miller started to surface and like. Just really hit home being from Pennsylvania and seeing somebody else come out. And people like him and Wiz Khalifa, like it—it w- it was crazy to me to think that like people could be out here on this type level, and they were huge inspirations. Like,
1: yeah, I know. What yeah, it was, yeah, Mac and Wiz are definitely and Mac, especially for kids like us, like. I don't know, He's just a goofy little white boy. You know what I mean? And he
2: just, he touched the hearts of so many people on so many levels. And like the things he was able to do with his music still to this day inspire me to get That them.
1: one actually fucking
2: hurt, man. Like
1: that that yeah. one was the one, like I've, some entertainers and some of your favorite celebrities and shit die and stuff. And you're just like, damn, man, that sucks. But like some hurts, of them fucking think, yeah. hit. Yeah.
2: Nobody hit fu- me quite like he did.
1: Yeah, man. That was, not, I remember it. Yeah.
2: There's, there's times where it still bugs me it was like it was like losing a brother you didn't know you had type mm-hmm. thing like yeah. i don't
1: know It was just like damn man like he's Cause not, he's not make that anymore.
2: far in age from us like no not and, at all and not like, at all. coming from the same state a lot of the same shit like just seeing him in his in his come up and then like no it was dude it was it's still devastating
1: yeah it, like,
2: uh, no back on to uh how this like Real, really started for the hip hop. Sorry about that. No, you good. You good It stone. My ADHD will run a mile a minute if you let me. So don't even sweat that shit. But oh. no, it's actually crazy. So like, I was probably 17, 18, something like that, and I was chilling with uh, our homie Drift at his crib back in the back in the days, and we all had our squad in there burning down fitching, doing the thing before I even knew what fitching was. Fitching before and, like. It- Fitching before he knew what Fitching was. (laughs) Mm. and he and him and his cousin would always go back and forth with like youtube instrumentals and they would just like freestyle some whatever go back and forth and we ne- we would all be vibing, doing our own thing until eventually he started like egging us on like come on like get involved give us a try and i'm just i laughed i was like dude i don't i don't know how to rap like i'm a drummer <laughs> i play guitar i scream do like metal shit like i don't i don't know the first thing about rapping or trying to think of a flow like none of that if i, I can d- rhyme words that was the extent of it if like i, I had, had to a write dollar songs. for every fucking <laughs> Person I knew that said at one point
1: in their life that they didn't know how to rap, but then just gave her a try afterwards, I'd
2: be pretty rich, dude. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> I maybe not pretty rich, that. but
1: I'd probably have a solid $50. <laughs> <laughs> Hell,
2: you might even have a bean, maybe. There's a no, lot of people, yeah. So, like, There's a lot of he people, once you realize, got us to like really play around <laughs> with that, was when it really was like, all right, like, first couple times, like. Trash. I spit straight trash. Couldn't even tell you the first like bars we I spit. Did. Like we all did. It is what it is. Did. You don't know what you're doing. You're just kind of going in and winging it. But the more we did it, and the more like he would like switch the beats up and try to like change the vibe. Like you would try to change the energy to match that. And like I guess that was what really caught me as far as the creativity. until my homie, uh, another homie of mine, Adam, had hit me up and was like trying to get into the same shit because he was one of the people that initially got drugged into that circle. And so we sat down. I forget this was probably about 2014 now and I was out of high school about a year and we just decided to like found some like free cheap demo software or whatever on, on the internet and whatever microphone I had we were able to hook up to the my grandma's computer in her freaking <laughs> office like dude I mean like the most ghetto setup you could possibly imagine like we had, we, I'm talking about running a baby sock for a pop filter type shit like, we didn't care we just we just wanted to get on wax and make something happen so it was like alright like we, we made some, like, little beats and all this, whatever, and we were able to, like, record this shit. Now, obviously, we didn't know the first thing about mixing and mastering, so, like, yeah, no. it was, none of it was yeah. anything worth quality, but it was it was fun just to kind of do it, like, even from the production aspect. Like, we made all our own beats for everything, like, and just oh, kind of, yeah. like, really took a dive nose first into seeing, like, all right, what does this really entail? Like, what do I have to do to put a mixtape together? Uh, like, yeah, it's I, you guys were also in bands, too. I, that kind of gives you...
1: I think it gives you, like, a little heads up because you're, you're already used to, like, forming the instrument. You're already used to playing the instrumental around, like, the vocals that you're going to have to do or definitely. the vocalist who is going to sing for the band or whatnot. But, yeah, yeah it definitely
2: it definitely helps having that whether the to mix like and
1: mastering shit you know that shit can come later where but the it was sounds cool. go together for yeah because sure. i know when i first started rapping i wasn't thinking about making my own beats like oh, fuck dude, no right? bro like, i was just trying to write i was just trying to make dope shit i was trying to like <laughs> yeah i was just all about the writing process like trying to make the writing better and it's like it wasn't until a couple years later when i started like really started getting into like the beats. Which I still don't really for know sure, shit sure. about beats, however.
2: It's actually mind-blowing to me that we were able to put the beats together that we were back then. Because going back and trying to do it now, I'm finding it six times harder. Because I, knew, <laughs> I already knew something about it. So trying to do it the way my brain envisions it versus what the computer is letting me isn't quite correlating now. Because right. it's a whole different mindset from when it was. Like, yeah. But still, like it was it was definitely experience. And like that never quite took off. And we had a bit of a falling out after we did put it together, so it was never really like we just didn't see eye to eye. I don't, I don't want to like badmouth the kid. I still fuck with the kid, but it's just we we didn't we didn't see eye to eye, and our and we couldn't match the same type of grind we were after. We, Shit like, happens. It is what it is. But so I I definitely took a hiatus for a couple years, and it was actually like spits that was basically my revamp to inspiration to be like, all right, like there's motherfuckers out here doing this finding him was a total coincidence i would have i would have never been able to do it replicate that twice in my life like just somebody i knew or facebook had shared one of his live posts and i like I seen everything they were doing. They're on this tour bus, blowing down, like living the life. I'm just like, oh shit, like these kids are doing it. And then, like, <laughs> clicking to his profile, is Lock Haven, Pennsylvania. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. That's like a half hour up the road for me. How the hell are these kids out here doing this Have shit? Have you ever been to Lock and, like, Haven before, all this shit? I think maybe, like, one time. Really? So, like, I, coming up here was, like...
1: I know. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> I met quite a few people throughout, like, so like, going through high school and playing in different towns and sports and stuff like that. But, like, same thing. It's, like, me and Spitz never, like, until the music shit, until... Well, obviously, you guys found each other first, and then you came to the studio that one time, and we were all there. And right. like <clears throat> that was, like... Ver- that was uh, the first time we ever met each other, and, like, legit, like, we only live, like... 20 fucking 30 minutes apart if that
2: and that's that's the i guess that's the crazy part to me is that made me realize how well talent can be slept on and it's it's such a shame because like my biggest problem with trying to get off get my feet off the ground at williamsport was it was hard to find anybody that would take me seriously anybody that wanted to give me the time of day to like i would try to come at people on any type of level and like i wouldn't get responses or they they'd play me around or just blow me off and it got to the point it's like all right like i'm not i'm not even gonna bother like no disrespect, y'all keep doing you. But if you don't fuck with me, I can't. I can't waste my time trying to get you to fuck with me. Yeah. Like, and it's so funny because some of those say people came around, and now and now it's a whole different. Tune. That would always be but like, and that's how it would be sometimes. But it, it's still crazy to me how like somebody as humble as Spitz, like on the, on the platform and the, and the shit that he's done and the shit that he's like been able to build for himself and the people around him, like to still re- remain that type of humble. Like, mad respect to that motherfucker. Fuck yeah. That's how Mama Spitz raised him. Damn straight. You did a good job, Mama. (laughs) No, I. I, He it was just like that. Like I just I commented on the video, and he was like, "Yo, like." That's what the whole movement's about, man. That's
1: what back in the day when he made Fitch, and uh, eventually brought me in and stuff like that. It was just like. It was just as simple as the concept of like, yo, like he just grew up right up the street for me, like. But now, associate that with like everywhere, right? Like you just meet motherfuckers, like everyone, like everyone meets motherfuckers that they just click with. You know what I mean? And well, that's, I guess what the that's whole why, fitch, like,
2: even before realizing what it was, like. Spitz had already had my attention because he was like a real motherfucker, but then like seeing what Fitch really was, what it represented, stood for, and like exactly the more or less like family that came together as a result of it was, yeah, it was really, just a natural.
1: Like, that's what I mean is like we all like like we all just, just know that sense. we naturally mashed, just fuck like, with each other no matter what. Like if Hell we yeah. didn't meet in music, we would probably still if we would have just met at a fucking Wendy's or something. Like we all just mesh. Like we're all like good people we're all good people to each other we fucking you know what i mean like we're all just the same we all want the same shit we all like the same shit Like basically, and that's why
2: it's still it's still mind-blowing to me to this day to like even to be able to say that i've done half the shit that i've done and i and and without a doubt i have to give credit to him because i debated on even commenting on that video that day and when i did and he hit me back and was like yo like hit my email i like I like, I, like, fangirled for a second. It was like, yo, like somebody <laughs> actually, like, is taking me seriously for five seconds? Holy <laughs> hell. Like, I've been trying to do this for four or five years, and no one wanted to give a damn. So, like, props to you, dude. I am definitely reaching out to hell you. Hell, yeah. Like, and it, and it just was. I hit him on the business level, and then, like, we became friends after that. It, it just clicked. It made sense, and we vibed together.
1: Yeah, he's, and, definitely, and, he's definitely like that. He's a good dude.
2: Very, very good and, people. And, and milestones are, like... Still two of my favorite tracks off that album. Like, the man definitely fucking killed that shit.
1: How about it? Oh, so, that's how you got into music and shit like that. What are some of the, what are some of the, uh, what's your, like, discography? <clears throat> Sorry about that. What are, the, like, some of the projects you got out, some of the visuals that people can, like, check out from your shit? Where can they find you online? Stuff like that.
2: Uh, Well, as far as social media goes, you can find me on every social media platform under Gibbs, Medicaid, G-I-B-B-S-M-E-D-I-K-8. All one word, no underscores or none of that shit. Uh, My debut album, Under the Streetlight, dropped back in 2018. You can still find that out there. Now, that that will only be under Gibbs. We've had some rebranding over the last course of like the year and so so there's quite a few gibbs out there yeah that that really is what what became the problem was i wasn't trying to blend in with the rest of the gibbs of the world like yeah yeah, that my my mentality going into it was i'll make it stand out by being the best one but in the end of the day there's too many to fight through too many to filter through it's not that i can't do it it's just there's there's always going to be that type of number i had to add something to it that really represented me and still stood out Oh yeah that like made sense i like the i like the uh i like the addition of a last name sort of like yeah. a little moniker of a last name for sure you. like it just i always i was i'm always medicated you know like that that was the thing before Fitch was a thing that i even was aware of so like, when when it when it first started it was it was like Gibbs medicated music and whatnot, and I was like trying to dabble with some names and like after kind of coming back to that and reflecting on that in this past like year or two that the medicaid really just stood out to me i was like all right like let me let me revamp this in a way that i can make it my own but it still stands out and it and it makes sense hell yeah hell so, yeah and as, and then we have well you know what the hell does go with the visuals we got that we got that joint what you're asked to uh, tell me out there on youtube Point right one. now what, fucking what are you talking about what song? Oh, you know, uh, Tell Me, Tell Me That Song. Tell me the name of that song. <laughs> tell me the name tell of that me.
1: song. I don't... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Naomi Gibbs here, we got a visual out. <clears throat> it's called Tell Me.
2: Uh, it was a dope one.
1: Recorded it over at uh, Penn College.
2: The spur of the moment, too. It was crazy how we were able to work that shit out so last second. Yeah. Because the, with the, all the original planning falling out, like I definitely wasn't 100%... That we were going to be able to do it, but the fact that we were able to get everything we were—that was definitely a solid. The uh, <clears throat> the auditorium was a uh, was clutch. Yeah. yeah, finding that auditorium was one of the coolest parts. It was totally.
1: Like, yeah, we're in Penn College. We're uh, we're shooting our scenes. Well, Gibbs is shooting a scene in the in the classroom, and then we're getting our like uh, we're getting our mutuals or our dual scenes shot in the in the hallways and shit. And we're walking through the hallways, and I don't even know who looked.
2: I think it was Radigan. It was it was the dude shooting it. Yeah, it might have been Chris. It was no, I th- Drift pulled on the door, and then Chris found the light.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Either way, we. Uh, however, <laughs> that's it why happened, we all we looked fucking... at each other. It was like, are we doing this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're doing this. Let's we do fi- this.
1: We find an empty auditorium with all the lights out. Fucking turn the lights on. No one comes in and stops us. So it's like, fuck it, dude. Absolute fire. Yeah, and yeah, it would have been even funnier if we blew it down. <laughs> <laughs> you Ain't imagine nobody trying to catch a charge on that? Yeah, that's it was for cool. sure. But it still would have been, been, been
2: fun. It would have been fun. Yeah, super, super clutch. And then we got uh another visual coming out for my for my yeah next, the new one uh, the so new one's tired. coming. Uh, y'all gonna get the preview of that here today. Um, the video and the audio will be on YouTube and all other major platforms on September 10th, Ooh. and that <clears throat> shit is is gonna bop. So I hope y'all enjoy that. This one's a really really important one to me. I've put a lot of time. I've honestly spent probably like almost a year trying to make sure that this track was exactly what I wanted it to be because I wasn't putting it out until it was.
1: Sometimes you, sometimes you gotta be like that. Yeah, they, uh, that song's called uh, "Tired." You'll be able to hear it later on in the uh, podcast. This will probably drop after September 10th, so uh, no matter what, you'll be able to catch that. Hell yeah! Go look up uh, "Tired" by Gibbs Medicate. <clears throat>
2: Uh, that's produced by Jose Carlos Lozano, and the video is shot by my homie Derek, a.k.a. Scum. Scum. Out of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Hell yeah. Hell Man, yeah, absolutely shout out those You killed two. that visual, bro. Let me tell you what, this man's editing skills are nasty. Hell yeah.
1: I can't wait to see it. I'm pumped. I saw the little promo video you put out on your Instagram and your socials and stuff. It looks super, super dope, especially yeah. the hook. Bless, brother. Especially the hook. I won't give anything away because... <laughs> Like I said, you're gonna hear Gotta that let later me on. Catch
2: that for sure.
1: <coughs> so, what else? What? What's the best part of making music? Do you think? Like, what is it? Is it the making of the music? Is it the recording of the music? Is it the the giving it to the people? Like the the performance, the touring, the going out and shaking hands type shit? Like, what? What's different for oh, you? Oh man, dude, honestly, like because everyone's gotta ever, be different i
2: don't think i've ever been asked a harder question because the problem with answering that is like and and a few people have taught me this in the years that like i, I used to dwell on this and that and different parts of things but I've i've learned to fall in love with the whole process like yeah there's moments where you're stagnant waiting for them cover arts or those mixes back or that visual or whatever but like at the end of the day it's all steps of you getting where you want to go so if you if you enjoy every part of that there's never a dull moment hell yeah and and honestly yeah. but now if i really had to pick like gun to your head gun to my head put me on the stage bro that's that's my absolute shit which is so crazy because like i never thought i would say that if you would have <laughs> asked if you would have asked my ass if you would have asked quinn webb 10 years ago If you thought that name drop, name drop, name drop, you thought that kid was gonna get up on a stage and rap some shit, he would have laughed and been like, No, you're fucking stupid. Because, like, that kid was afraid to give a high school speech without having an anxiety attack. When when Spitz hit me with the, Yo, have you ever done a show before? (laughs) Like, my heart low key drops because it was like the man the man really made me check myself with like, yo, like if you're gonna do this, you have to do all of this. You can't just do part of this. Like, and it made me really step back and be like, yo, like you have a choice to make. Are you gonna go through with this or are you about to bitch out? Yeah. And like I'm not I've never I've never been the one to take the bitch card in any in any situation, if especially if I don't have to. So but it was it was a whole barrier shattering, like Oh, mind-blowing and changing experience because like i had never done anything like it and when i when I in the situations where i performed shows before like i'm sitting in a, on a drum kit in the back of the freaking stage so like all you see is my kit you see me moving around but i'm not talking i'm not really having to yeah, do anything the main besides getting
1: yeah. like they're out at. there
2: looking at the singers and the guitarist i'm just back here keeping the rhythm together it was right. a whole different change for me to be on the front lines like all right, they're actually listening to what I have to say. And so for a while, for the first probably like 5 to 10 performances at least, like it was it was trying to me to figure out how to be me on stage without underdoing it or overdoing it. I wanted to find that right amount of like being loose but not being a jackass, but still being like just coming correct, you know, like yeah. just wanted right. to gather myself and make sure like I represented me to the best of my ability from the time I stepped on to the time I stepped off.
1: In just Man, those like, times. Other than that, he's a fucking party animal. He's a filthy <laughs> he's a filthy mongrel. No one can stand him. He's only respectable on the stage. Galena Jaeger at night. <laughs> no,
2: no, that's that's a year he's ago kidding. probably. Yeah. It's
1: all it's all jokes. This is all fabricated reality by me. Gibbs <laughs> is a good dude. I had to make nah, that joke. No, nah, it's all good, homie. All love, all love fucking yeah, it's, I would. I would probably choose the stage too. Yeah, dude. I'd have to choose the stage. I don't two. know. I don't. There's
2: just it's. It's like it don't it's matter if you you're said, up bro, there for 15 minutes yeah. or a half hour. Like you just you just black out and you let yourself live.
1: I can't stand like, motherfuckers. Like I can't stand. I'm not a social person. Don't get me wrong. I love my friends. I love everyone that I'm associated with and know and stuff like that. But like to just go out in social situations and stuff like that, it isn't me. I know but what you uh, mean. like naturally, but. It's just what you said. Like it's so fucking, it's so fucking weird when you get up on that stage. It's totally different. Totally different when you're in front of motherfuckers like that, and you're just and you're just giving it your all of like everything that you put hell into yeah. that fucking song. Hell yeah, hell yeah.
2: <clears throat> no, it's definitely, definitely a, 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 a. There's nothing like it for me. Like, and that's why this COVID shit really has been a had a, been a wear and tear on the mental in some points because like yeah the live streaming and all is cool to a degree but it's not the same you can't you can't hear that crowd's reaction you can't hear that love of that track that 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 you you just spit for that crowd like you can't hear them go off and and resonate that energy back to you that you just spent 20 minutes giving to them right it's it, it takes that out of it and that's why it's cool to like oh i in between songs i can see like oh these many people are watching so many people commented but like it's a lot harder to keep up with and engage And really get to connect with everybody Oh like, yeah
1: I'd take dapping up someone in the crowd over a little Instagram any Like day, or man. fucking Any day Yeah Little pop up reaction thing
2: Cause that's what makes it real They I might mean, it's definitely your face cool. on the gram But like if, they, yeah. if you make that connection in person They're a lot more likely to remember you
1: Yeah Nothing like There's nothing like it There's absolutely nothing like the fucking hand to hand Or face to face fucking sure. reactions Um as cool and as useful as the new technologies are. Um we talked on Spitz's episode about how we did fitching all over the world. It was a really dope event. <clears throat> we did ours together. Me, you, your uh what was the name of your band? Uh Medicaid. Medicaid, yeah. but the the other members. Uh, Wolf Trout and the Hippie, <laughs> Wolf Trout and the Hippie, and Gibbs Medicate makes the band Medicate. Uh, they've been doing like really cool videos, uh, little promo videos and stuff, like of them in his room, of like your homie plays the
2: guitar. Yeah, dude, he is absolutely insane. And the other one, he he's also he uh alternates between like rhythm and backup guitar and then he also plays the djembe. right on just for anyone that doesn't know what that is it's similar to a bongo drum
1: there we go keeps the rhythm in there really fucking dope uh go check those videos out on his fucking on his facebook page and uh Actually, if
2: you don't mind, I'm uh I'm gonna hit him with the, the acapella of that actual the first one we ever put together. Real fuck quick. Fuck
1: yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, we uh we haven't done this yet since I've only had one other fucking guest on here. <laughs> but uh as long uh, as well as the uh the song that you're gonna get in the intro uh, and outro and the middle track that you'll get obnoxious and tired. Those two our uh, my homie Gibbs here wants to spit an acapella for you guys and uh yeah we're gonna check this out. We're gonna see how she goes. Whenever you're ready there, man. All right.
2: I be skinny like a mop stick but not afraid to drop kick any motherfucker trying to take over my cockpit been struggling to hold on don't know how to keep going cause life been getting harder than my dick in the morning said fuck you pay me that's what we gonna talk about everybody run their mouth but they never walk it out with a team like no other I grind with my brothers do what we got a duck in 12 undercover but the we don't even work no more my mental needs sedation I don't think they make a strong enough type of medication and you know we taking over ain't no way you ever doubt it French rap on the speakers tell me what you know about it you ain't even left your city not a country nor a state and my state of mind is different so that's why i levitate i'ma make a ton of cds sell a bunch of celebrate if you want to reach these heights you gotta mental elevate This is not a joke, not a metaphor, a simile This industry is broke now, these new cats be killing me No heart left in this music, that's the sad-ass truth Spitting whack shit over trap beats when they get in the booth And if I had a hand big enough, I'd knock out every tooth Of these punk-ass mumble rappers that's poisoning all our youth Strike with venom like a cobra, hit you with a sidewinder Cut eyes like Thomas Shelby, I'm a peaky fucking blinder Stash stay loaded, throw an ounce into the grinder I'm out here doing me, I wrote this as a reminder for the books
1: said i'm a peaky fucking blinder oh <laughs> nasty bars where's the bomb on them flex <laughs> drop a bomb that. on them bomb on the fucking ass. sway we're in the morning yo it's so funny my one homie <laughs> i'm gonna get so much shit for this because this is gonna be a hip-hop podcast my one homie like we be listening to sway at the fucking house you watching these Sway freestyles Me and my one homie and my other homie Mike comes in Yo, fuck Sway! Fuck Sway I can't stand Sway just thinks he's all that man Like Sway just thinks It's like the furthest thing From the fucking
2: It's just so funny He always hates it
1: Just like there's a guy At my work At the beer store uh, Steve Anytime someone mentions Drake Fuck Drake
2: (laughs) People love to hate man People love (laughs) to hate But yeah he doesn't He
1: literally just says it Just to say (laughs) it Like if a customer comes in Starts talking about Drake Yo fuck Drake Oh my
2: god (laughs) Yo
1: it's the funniest Fucking thing in the
2: world Some people got no chill (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Made me laugh so bad. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was a dope fucking verse, man. No, thank you, brother. How How do I want to put this question? Let me Let me rack it around in my brain a little bit. Um What's the process of writing like for you? And when I mean that like do you have a comfort zone? Do you have a place where you like to be, like, physically, mentally? What, without getting to, like, obviously I don't want to fucking, I don't want to cross any fucking no, grounds no, here, say anything, good, like, too you're personal. Good. But, like, wh- where's your comfort zone? How, how do you get yourself in the mood and in the zone to write a song? Because, number one, being an artist, that's, like, the number one thing I know I hear. It's like, Yo, bro, I don't know how you fucking do that shit, man. Like, I could never. And it's just like, what do you...
2: It's like, yeah. where, where well, do you first, find the inspiration? Like, well,
1: it's like, first off, you're right because you just said it. Yeah. You'll never, You'll but never if do you, it. If yeah. you, if
2: you if you vocalize that mentality, you're creating that reality. Yeah. Like, so if you, by telling yourself you're never going to do it, you're already never going to do it because you've ruled that option out. Exactly. Like, you didn't and even try. Just like, bro, you just you said you can Totally. Can.
1: Spitz is one of them, man. Dude, one of the very first times, like, when I was a little fucking kid, when I was, like, fucking 12, 13 years old, my little raps was going around town and stuff like that, Spitz was one of the first fucking, like, kids that wasn't, like, making fun of me or some shit like that, like, he was fucking, he's like, yo, bro, that's fucking crazy, man, like, how do you write them songs, like, I couldn't, we'd, be like, go to, like, baseball, like, practices together and stuff like that, like, smoke up and stuff and fucking, <clears throat> be like, yo, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know how you write a song, and now you know what i'm that's saying crazy. And now, now, dude, that's so, a mind-blowing
2: like uh, i almost don't even know how to react to that to see where spitz has gotten to at this point like,
1: yeah this is, i mean but this is also i mean i was like 12 so right. it's like back when like he never even thought like he never and then and is like and then eventually like this like some sort of spark hit him where it was where he did where right. he did want to fucking try it and stuff like once that hit him then he and he realized like yo anybody could write a fucking if song you, and if shit you like really that. want to uh, yeah, yeah, it dude was it's super... like anything
2: if you really want to do something you'll figure out how to do it exactly. how to go about it you'll exactly. find your own process like,
1: Exactly. He and, was more on the line of like he looked at me he's like damn like how do you do that he wanted to figure it out he right. didn't he never thought that he couldn't it was just like, damn,
2: man! He wanted, how do you... he wanted to know, yeah, like, like, what fuck. sparks your brain, like. Yeah, it and like, like, it's a, it's man. a really good question, especially for people that like do want to get into it, but they can't always find like their outlet per se, or like the things that do make their brain or their heart like react a certain type of way or inspire them or motivate them. Like, and, and it's weird, like, because I've definitely had my different areas of inspiration over the years, but I've come to find, especially like when someone, when I find a beat that I really fuck with, or uh, I, somebody sends me something and I'm like, yo, this is dope. I need to check it out. Like, and I'm trying to get to the writing part. I, I end up taking it to the car most of the time. Like, I don't know. I'll I get in the, I'll get in the whip and I'll just drive some back roads or whatnot by myself for like a solid hour or whatever sometimes even just like in between work shifts or going from here to there just like let them spin and i'll let that beat play a hundred times over until like a melody or a, a hook or like the first line something clicks in my head and stands out and like tells me where to start something i hear it in my head before i go to put that shit on paper. you get that for,
1: like, you get that idea yeah, yeah that fucking, like, like I get, ooh, you that find like a, like
2: a like a vibe or a harmony or a, a melody, a rhythm, and you just let it roll. Like, I don't know. So the, you the, dig car the car is definitely You dig the car. Yeah, I dig the car,
1: too. Uh, I like I like sitting down, too, but I'm definitely a pacer. Mm-hmm. I, I pace around all the time when I'm working or like when I'm trying to do something that I'm really into. I don't know why, but I just do it. Um, but the car is a good one where it's like. You could just let you could, first off. You can just let the music play, yeah. You don't have to yeah. really like worry about anything. You just let the music play. Nobody else is gonna be bothered you.
2: by your shit. You're just in your own kind of world. But yeah. I think, too, like especially, I think this is why I specifically choose like back roads and shit like that is because like your scenery is always changing. So your brain's still exactly running. Exactly what I your was going to say. Your brain's always running. So it's always stimulating your thought, your thoughts and thinking. And, like, yeah. you, you can use that to really, like, all right, what is this beat making me feel? What yeah. does it make me want to make other yeah. people feel? Because like?
1: even though we think that driving's kind of like a muscle memory type thing, it's obviously fucking not. Like, right. when you're driving around, you know, you're still using, even though it may seem like you know the roads all the mm-hmm. time. Like, you've been around these roads, these back roads your whole fucking life and stuff like that. You're still, like you still have to technically think and still get your hands engaged and stuff like that. And exactly like that. I think it, I think it keeps your brain moving because you're always, you're always aware like you're still driving a car and stuff like that. So it's just like your brain's already naturally moving and thinking and stuff like that. So like to just like wander off a little bit and be like, if I
2: sit somewhere in my car, like I might get a half a verse out or something, but if the inspiration dies there, I need to move elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like I need or I need to like wait and come back to it when that fire is there again. And my brain like just sometimes it's random. Sometimes there's like small little things throughout the day that like I'll do or I'll hear or I'll see somewhere instantly and it's it. instantly like my brain's just like go write this down right now. I'll be like I'll be five minutes out from passing out at night and like I'll have two bars come in my head and I'm like write that down before you forget it. Because I know, I've know i had so many times Even where, where I don't have the time To get to it And by the time I want to It's gone So like I always find myself like Just giving in to the inspiration When it's there Because I'm never trying to lose That heat in that moment Hell yeah Hell yeah Again
1: Another thing Useful for technology It's always nice When you get that spark To have your fucking phone there To yeah, slap man. a note on Or something like that The notes is definitely helpful <clears throat> Yeah I like the uh the car is definitely one for me too. I'm gonna keep that question for people because I want to see, I want to see how it's different. No, it's you know definitely
2: I mean? good to pick people's brains for that because everyone's inspiration is different.
1: That's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna start like, uh, I'm gonna keep questions. I'm gonna change questions and stuff like that. But ultimately, the the main thing that I want to do is just give, uh, is just
2: give you guys a place to talk. And I, like I, that's awesome in a way for sure because, like, I think right now specifically, that's what a lot of people need is like, there's so many of us out here that have been sh- like shut off and held back by this COVID shit that, like, we're just dying to be able to do anything at this See, point. that's we where my missed st- the road, we miss the freaking like the shows, the squad, the, that's the where my spark shit, hit.
1: Like, yeah, that's where my spark hit for this thing. It was just like, it was the same here as I was feeling really stagnant. Mm-hmm. I was feeling super, super stagnant. I had no idea what kind of lane that was going to, like, fuck... Like, what I was going to do to keep myself... Like, I said, I'm a pacer. Like, right. I always walk around and stuff like that, and I just felt like I was, like, forced to stand so fucking still and stuff. But putting this together is fine. Like, I just had that one spark where I was just like, yo, like, this is fucking perfect. Right. Like, because... Uh, <clears throat> uh, I know I've told you about it before, but the people here don't know. I mean, we're in one single room, but the idea is to take this... Uh, I have some equipment here to where we can go out and make it mobile. For sure. And, And what I really wanted to do with it is like... Me and you are homies. Me and you are really cool. We're homies. so it ain't no thing for you to come, no you doubt, know, up, no doubt. up this way into my area. But what I wanted to do with the mobile thing is to go to the artists, and to be able to, to go, take it straight to them. Exactly. Like we can chill in your studio. We can chill in your crib. We can chill. And it keeps at you moving a restaurant. around. But it keeps them entertained. Exactly. And, like and it gives being and I able want, to give yeah. more
2: of themselves to something else too.
1: I want them to feel comfortable while they're doing like these so-called, uh, I call them interviews. But they're not really interviews. We're just sitting here shooting the shit. Yeah, I have some controlled questions to like give out like stuff, but honestly, it's just a place to fucking. It's just a place where we can all just talk, vent, give our fucking shit out, and fucking let people get to know us as fucking people, because that's what yeah. we are. You can hear our words in our songs, but you don't.
2: You don't know. You don't necessarily know what of they us mean. The way like yeah, yeah. if and I had it a really fucking helps dollar, you bring that personal relation to those artists. So.
1: If I had a dollar for every fucking person. I knew that came up to me and said that that fucking shit that Spitz said, uh, don't give a fuck if you rap quick, so I don't listen to whack shit. Dude, if I had a fucking dollar for every rapper that fucking messaged me or just came up to me in person and just like, Yo, is he talking about me? And she's like, bro, I fucking <laughs> rap fast. <laughs> you rap fast. Fucking so many people that we fuck with. It's not. It's the point. You know what I mean? It's like so. What I'm getting to is, you can hear something in a song, but
2: you don't know what we mean. What it exactly. exactly? You means. can
1: relate to the song. You can relate to the words that we're saying. But you but might like, not this know is, the initial
2: intent of what that yeah, message was. This is the place sure. that I
1: wanted to give people where it's just like, yo, you can you hear my words and you hear my art, but here you can hear who I am. Like you can, you know what I mean. Like you can put a a more uh a more consistent voice. You know what I mean. Not for you sure. Know, it's definitely not like mix and mastered. You know, like uh, especially with your new track, like your hook and stuff like that. It's not something like you know what I mean. That's yeah, your art. That's yeah. something that you work on and, and you're trying to perfect and stuff. This they can you know they can get more personal and can with really you hear guys. What, and
2: what else they have to say besides exactly. what they put on the paper? And, and I really do think that's important. Like especially because like it it like i said it allows them to grow that that deeper connection for a relation between the artist what their lyrics mean how it pans back to them like and just the full circle absolutely
1: need some drinks here goddamn
2: caught mouth kills man
1: yeah i did another i did another podcast recording today it was like Almost three fucking hours long. Oh, so yeah. So my fucking throat's...
2: Cottonmouth kills. Fitch team, ho.
1: <coughs> Cottonmouth kills. Fitch team, ho. I'm hoping I can get one of those in, like, the... I want to make, like, an intro for the whole show and shit like that, but I just want a whole bunch of... Fitch team, ho. Yeah, we real There's talk. All the Fitch team hoes <laughs> that we got in there. If you didn't know Fucking it's a run that shit. Yeah. So... Uh, How's life been since quarantine, man? We'll get off off music for a little bit. Just talk a little bit more personal level and how we keep in our heads together.
2: Bro, I mean, obviously no one in the world's ever seen anything like it. Like, so nobody knows what to do about it. Especially in the beginning, it was all like panics and everybody's scared. And then we're all kicked out of our jobs for weeks and whatever. Well, most of us, like... I know, I know, your ass got stuck working through this whole shit. I fucking still don't know wish how. I would have got a fucking week off. Fucking, but like, in a way, is is terrible is to say it because this whole year has cost so many like businesses and like industries and shit like the ability to do so much. But like on a personal level, like it honestly gave me a lot of time to do a lot of reflecting and developing that I haven't had previous. I was so caught up in like trying to maintain the music hustle and trying to maintain the life and obviously being a father of two, like trying to balance the kids and, and just keep it all in a circle. Like I found myself neglecting myself. So it really gave me time to look back and say, all right, I have my shit together. Like, what can I do for me now? to like in this time where I can't go out, I can't do anything else. What can I do to further and do something that's going to benefit my mental health, especially with like all of uh, Jivo all, uh, Studios being shut down and then Project Underworld being shut down. My biggest problem was I, c- I had nowhere that I could take my music to, to continue to create. And that creation is a lot of my mental sanity and where I get my outlets is I just throw myself into that. So it, it, it gave me the kick in the ass to go and build my own studio in my house so that I can record and whatever, whenever I'm feeling it. Hell yeah. Because it, it definitely like. It was a kick in the ass when we realized everything that Spitz was planning and we were all talking about doing this year. Dude, all the tours and shit and the runs like he had it all mapped out. And then COVID just said, nope, just kidding. Just kidding. Try again next year. Maybe if you're lucky. So like it definitely made me have to like reevaluate everything and like find a different way to, to make this shit count. Sorry about that. No, because much like you said, I, I the one thing I can't stand is when I feel like I'm stagnant or I'm stuck in a box and right. I I can't move or start grow. Freaking out. Or, yeah, dude, I start freaking out. I you start know, twitchy. And like especially at the time, like I started drinking heavier because it was just like whatever, and it's just like no, dude, this shit's not cool. I need to find something that I can put myself back into this and like give my mental health what it deserves.
1: Yeah, the same here. Um When you're backed up against the wall like that, sometimes sometimes you just got to put your foot on that motherfucker and yeah. and fucking hit back. And it definitely sucked for all of us with the uh, we all kind of had to stop. Like as much as you wanted to put that fucking foot on the back and fucking you know, oh, go yeah, fucking full bore, yeah, we all had to like you had yeah, to it stop like, well, and like reevaluate. Yeah, like reevaluate what the fuck like. But it's cool. I because uh similar to how this setup is starting to somewhat come together Mm -hmm. if we had video in here you guys would laugh (laughs) you guys would definitely laugh at the room that i got going on here oh i totally forgot to do something one second we're gonna
2: just talk to the people for just a couple
1: of seconds i'll be right back
2: (laughs) you're good brother do your thing take your time man Oh, got the lights, got the whole show up in this bitch. Merry Christmas, Merry Fitchmas. Oh,
1: I totally forgot to turn the lights on. <laughs> I you got dig the lights it, on. Dude, I uh, dig it. Yeah, we're gonna have. I got a lot. I got a lot of plans for in here. But uh on to what? You, but, uh, more on what you were saying is like, yeah, it's like it was more about just getting this stuff ready so we could start doing the out, start start getting our fucking shit out there again, yeah. like finding new content to get out and stuff. Because it's really like. When you're when you're out there doing it like we like we were just back to back, you know, mm-hmm. get back from a tour, save up, go right back out for a tour. In between right. all that time. We're still doing shows in town and outside of town, like and in still between putting
2: music out. It was just never never stopped yeah, moving. It was like,
1: never it was never ending and stuff like that. And
2: <sighs> this definitely this year definitely made us have to sit back and look and say how can we expand other avenues? Yeah. Because, like, we were so caught up in the the on-the-road, off-the-road life that, like, while we were in it and we were loving it and it was doing what it was doing, like, and it was definitely at the point where, like, that, especially them last couple runs, you could tell, like, besides Oliver Spitz being out here and being a known entity in the places and the markets, markets that he's frequented, like, Fitch Team was beginning to, like, Stand out as, as fucking it, Exactly <laughs> Like it was standing out In tandem with that Because like When he's out here And he's rapping Fitch And everything he talks about Like they were beginning to see And really come to the light of it's, He's not just a word That he's just saying It's not just a slang term Like it's so much more than that It's, it's got family. two different meanings Of an acronym It's got a whole team Of fucking artists People And like Creators on all levels Behind it Like it means so much more Than people realize Like Yeah and it was, I don't know.
1: I, I really miss the people. I really yeah. miss all the fucking yeah. homies and stuff like that. Like, it was, it was, uh, it's something else after you take a couple, like, after doing it for so many years and then just real, like, you don't think about it because you're just making friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're out here doing your art. Like, we're all fucking giving content. We're all fucking putting money up to support each other and stuff like
2: that. We're all like... pushing in the same direction. I think yeah. that's just why and... it made sense and why it always felt so natural. Yeah, like... and we all just show up in different states and just dap each other up. Yeah, and Fucking, like... you
1: know, do the damn thing. Come and back, and see a... some
2: people, see some familiar faces, meet some new ones. Like, yeah. that's just what it was everywhere yeah. we went. There was always, Man. like, you were – and I think the part that I love about it the most, like – Besides like obviously every night Being able to get up on stage is like You're always surrounded by people With the same mentality With the same like mindset And like drive and like goals essentially like we're all pushing for similar shit we're all headed in that same desire to be like on top to have the fucking to be famous quote unquote or wh- however you want exactly. to phrase it like exactly we're all pushing but you to know get when that you exposure. show up
1: somewhere like this person came here for a reason exactly so it was like you know that's what i was getting to is it like it's just it's it such is. a you kick just, such so a many... kick in the fucking dick that you can't see your fucking oh, homies anymore. especially
2: our homies up north like all, all over the border I hope by the time this comes out we're allowed back I highly doubt it but I got my fingers crossed <laughs> yeah
1: buds sorry uh sorry we're American and we suck
2: <laughs> and we don't know how to put a fucking mask on can't fucking
1: can't cross. <laughs> i just love how i don't want this podcast to get political whatsoever so if anybody feels like commenting on this after this last comment fuck off um (laughs) but i just think it's funny how we start making travel bans and everyone starts making travel bans on us
2: oh yeah it's (laughs) the
1: funniest fucking like paradox about this whole fucking year and this whole like just recent history and stuff like that is just so fucking, like, everybody here just fucking freaks out about fucking travel bans, travel bans, travel bans. We can't oh, do yeah, this. Dude. And then what does the fucking world do? They Slaps say America on, on ain't us. Going nowhere. Like, you know what, yo. motherfuckers? You want to do this? We can play at your game, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just on both sides. I don't care what side. You're, it's funny. You got to you, you have to laugh, laugh at it because if funny. you don't
2: laugh at it, you it, 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 it'll just like eat at you in a way uh, yeah. that you don't. want I mean, the only it, so. thing that sucks like, is that
1: it, it's not funny that we can't see our homies. Like uh, no, but it it's funny in really nice an ironic <clears throat> sense
2: that like I don't know. Yeah, it's what is. we get? Like <laughs> I said, yeah. I did
1: not want to get it political and here, me so it's just like it's just a funny, it's a funny thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we do miss our Canadian homies.
2: Can't wait to get the hell back over there, y'all.
1: Oh my goodness, fucking. uh... For those of you who have never hip-hop. been,
2: there ain't nothing like it, and their dispensaries <laughs> and just everything are the fucking shit.
1: Wiser ethics, district, uh, Doski, Pat, uh, Comrade, Young Minds.
2: I hope you all are all doing fucking All of our, awesome.
1: uh, yeah, all of our, uh, all of our friends over in uh, <coughs> over in Quebec City. Sorry, dude, I'm coughing like a motherfucker. Like I can't.
2: Uh, keep All the homies in Ontario, whistle. Alberta, Quebec—like, holy shit, y'all! Sunshine, can't wait. Sunshine, rare, it, holding it down, holding it down Tsar. in London, yo. Yeah, we oh, need to yeah, get it. Kingston, up. Kingston is still like. I, and I love all of Canada Every place I've ever been in, in in Canada is fucking awesome Like Except
1: for that fucking camp
2: Except for that fucking camp in the middle fuck. of that goddamn Airbnb In the fuck. middle of bumfuck nowhere I'm never letting anybody else book an Airbnb again <laughs> No offense Dosky Love you bro But that shit was ridiculous <laughs> Oh man I've never been so scared in my Once life man. I thought there. it was a trap I thought well, we were legit the- driving into a trap I was
1: not feeling it at the beginning of the day but by the end of the day, when I was just so tired, I was it just, just like, matter. let's just go to bed and just wake up and get oh, out of here. And get it's- the
2: hell out. Yeah. So for anyone that, like, wants that preface story, we were literally, like, we had a show that night in Kingston, Ontario. We were trying to book an Airbnb, and we left the homies who are actually, f- who live in and are from Canada— book the airbnb thinking that would be the smarter route well they go ahead and found us an airbnb but what they failed to tell us was it, it was an hour outside of kingston in a hunting cabin at the top of this mountain in the middle of bumfuck nowhere when well, we were
1: driving to this next fucking to nothing place. we like, were driving on a road that was just a just a single road through a swamp like, on both sides of the street, there wasn't, like... For miles. There it was, was just no swamp. civilization in yeah, any direction. Just, I, I've never seen something like it, to be and honest. I found never that been down one south. dirt road
2: that yeah. went all the... It was, like, a then mile went, and a half long all the way up the damn mountain. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. There's no way this is fucking... where we're supposed to be. And Then they pulled up behind us, and I was like, no way. You're We're fucking staying here? Yeah. Oh, God, I hope we survive. No like,
1: service. Outside, like, literally, like... Just up in the mountains in fucking Canada, and we don't fucking like.
2: I don't know what the wilderness is like, as far as I know. To, yeah, like, we don't I know. I could where walk we're out and at. find six moose and two bear, like, in my backyard. Like, uh, that's I, don't,
1: what, I remember Doski was like, dude, like, what if a bear actually does, like. And I'm like, oh, like, come on. Like, it's not going to happen. They know where are And near. I didn't it's want it to like happen
2: either, but it was a valid question because, like. No. Dude, they snapped they us on the, on the top of a mountain in the they middle of nowhere.
1: Know. The. The animals know when you're there. Well, like, yeah. And, they, and they're just. And that's as specifically fucking, a hunting cabin, yeah, too. The so only like, reason why you get attacked is because, okay, either one, that thing's fucking psychotic. It's like has mange or something, and it's fucking literally fucking psychotic. It's right. losing its mind. Two, it's starving. Or three, it's just scared. Mm-hmm. It literally, it's just fight or flight, and it's just like fuck you. <laughs> it's like I'm scared of you. I'm gonna try to beat your fucking ass. Like it's either you or me, because that's how it is in the fucking right. world. And it's like they when they ne- like we were literally outside blowing down like you know Doski Dosky's oh yeah me and Doski are two of a fucking kind. Like we just <laughs> talk and we just are loud and animated when we say shit. Sometimes and it's just like we were outside till like fucking three in the morning. No just one like, gave a shit. Nothing yeah. came around. Then he came in. He was like, dude. <laughs>
2: what if some shit i like, just. I gotta go say the coolest part about that whole fucking night though was the fact that in there they had uh maple syrup for sale in their fridge. Or that cabinet. I don't remember or that really. That yeah, dude. They had we, it for sale. Yeah. We could have bought it. Yeah, we just They had eat. jugs in the fucking Shut in the, the fuck fridge up. or some shit. Dosky found it when we first got there.
1: Why don't I remember that?
2: I don't know, because it was literally right there the fridge in the kitchen. I was like, yo, what? This is definitely Canada, bro. That's wild. You all made your own shit and left it for us. Like you go.
1: <gasps> yeah, he was like a the the guy who owned the the house was like a he like taught hunter safety courses up there.
2: That's right. That's right. Like, he
1: had the thing on the wall and stuff like that. and He had his like c- certification to teach hunter safety and stuff. Mounts everywhere. Literally, like not an inch of this fucking wall did not have like some sort of fucking. Animal skin head or antler, bro. I it. wish these. You had remember video, the you remember the mittens? I still the video. You remember the fur? Uh, they had the fur jacket, oh my and then God. the fur fucking mittens, and like the
2: snowshoes and yeah, shit. Man. Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude.
1: It was like it was. I mean, like I said, when we first showed up, I was a little fucking ticked and stuff like that. But then after, like once we got back there and stuff, I was like, eh, was like, right, this, this could be, be worse. Yeah. Like, I mean, I grew up out in the mountain. I don't like, prefer it. I'm not a hunter. I don't. But my dad's like all throughout when i was a kid my dad took me out of the mountain and like if it was like my mom was at work and we were here and he wanted to go out to camp it's like well get in the truck we're going out there (laughs) like no well fucking because it was the same thing bro our camp we were literally our camp was out on the fucking out on the beach creek mountain and when you went out you were up on top of a hollow and like dude i cannot stress to you like this shit was deep like my dad my my dad was saying that it was like if you went from the top of the hill to the actually bottom where our camp was it was like 1500 feet oh wow so like yeah like we you like we went down like the side of basically the mountain all the way down to the bottom of the hill and the camp and stuff and there's just our camp and the, we're just basically in this fucking hollow surrounded by fucking like big hills and stuff so if some sh- if some crazy shit happened right, out there it right. was like we were fucked. Like, even if, even if someone like knocked over a lantern and like caught fire to the place, like it would take us forever to like get the truck and the vehicles, like up the fucking mountain and stuff like that. I fucking hated it. One time me and my homie went out there with my dad and his dad, and we were just walking up the path, like we were just like walking up the one that we came down and right. when eventually we just walked up to the top, then we turned around and we walked right back and when we got back, they were freaking the fuck out like freaking, like where the fuck were you guys we were screaming at the top of our fucking lungs, and that's how high it was bro, Oh, wow. we were literally mm. like fucking over like halfway up there and couldn't hear a fucking sound and they were just literally just over the hill like screaming, screaming. yeah dude, that's how deep down it was, I fucking hated going out there when I was a kid <laughs> So so creepy and shit Right Then eventually I took a box TV Out there with my Playstation Yeah there Then you I'd go, go out there
2: That's go. the only way I'd fucking go out there, <laughs> <laughs> Like I'd go out of Here fucking Hey you gotta do What you gotta do man You gotta do
1: At that nah. camp A bear actually Did break in Hot damn I yeah. still,
2: I still got to say my biggest disappointment is as many times as we've been to Canada, I've never seen a damn moose.
1: Never. Never. And the only, the dead moose that were on that wall. Yeah. Those are the only moose. I, I think
2: even, it was like either, either, uh, ethics or districts said they've never seen a moose either. What? I was like, what? Like. What? Yeah. So apparently they're not they might not be as common everywhere. I mean, it might not be we we But I'm, I'm sure be- they're like it's it's like probably like freaking deer and elk going up to Emporium. It's
1: probably more so, more so over towards Nova Scotia or something like that. that do they have to have them? Oh, ah, that's I'm sure, so I'm sure weird. they do. That's so weird. But I, I
2: guess if you live in more like a city versus like the like a like a suburbs or like a closer to like a like a country I've area. have seen a moose here. Like I've I've seen moose here. Well, hot damn, you got me beat. You've never seen a moose in real life? Well, I've seen a moose in real life, but it was in captivity. Well, yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, at least, like... Oh, yeah. We don't have... I don't think we have moose in Pennsylvania, but people do, like, get Mm -hmm. them and fucking farm them and move them over and stuff like that. We have elk in... People try to say we don't have elk in Pennsylvania. I was like, the fuck out of here. You drive
2: to Emporium once. I guarantee you, you're wrong.
1: Yeah, motherfucker. These fucking giant elk are crazy.
2: They're like deer on steroids with Hulk anger issues.
1: Fucking, what is Joe Rogan says that? He's like, they're f- like a giant forest horse with fucking swords on its head. Dude, or something real like talk. It's the funniest thing ever. All right, we, we got off a little topic here. Um, it happens, it happens. Uh, how about we play the track? All right. Yeah, how about we play that, the yeah. new track? Uh, this track is titled Tired by my homie Gibbs Medicaid, and it is produced
2: by jose carlos lozano
1: shout out jose it is mixed and mastered by
2: uh dj 900
1: dj 900 our good fucking our good homie up at project underworld our Fitch team brother um he mixed and mastered it like i said uh we're gonna listen to tired by gibbs medicate here it is
0: Feel like I'm stuck in a vicious cycle. I'm a beast that can't be tamed. Fed up with all this pain, all this work, but no gain. Feel like I'm stuck in a vicious cycle. I'm a beast that can't be tamed. Let's I just really need some rest, cause I am so tired. living through hell, but I feel like my life is hard. I just really need some rest, cause I am so tired. So tired. Let me take y'all back to a day when I had never really been the Lock Haven. Hold Town and my friends start fading. Dead standing at the door waiting. Yeah, and it might come soon. Never would've thought they'd be dead next June. We made a promise that we wouldn't do it. Had a few homies take dope and blew it. One thing to another, starting to shoot it. All I wanna know is what the fuck is you doing now. I blame myself because I bit my tongue. I don't know if I can never fucking write these wrongs. You bugging now, they be going up. Never thought that I'd have to write these songs. But here I am, and here we are. No, I never should've let this shit get this far. But I did flat out, can't change it now. I'ma be that next guy in the ground. Because there's so much death that there's no one left. I don't wanna wait around just to see who. Who's next? Damn, now what can I do? I wish it wasn't what the shit is so true. I'ma beat these dealers till they black and blue. I'ma be the one to put them on top. I just really need some rest because I am so dark Living through hell of feel feeling. My life is hard. Fire I just really need some rest cause I am. so dark. Really so dark so Never thought life could have got this ugly. Everybody fake now, act like they love me. This one for the homies above me. I just hope that heaven's lovely Yeah, cause it's hell on earth Now this is a literal fucking hell on earth I don't wanna see my people die before me first I don't know what's going on But this place is cursed Gotta pack my shit Gotta hit the road, And I ain't got a clue where I'm about to go Gotta leave this town before it gets me next And I'm another motherfucker Be a to rest Cause that's what's coming It's inevitable I'ma grab her by the throat And I'm going to sever the bull Cause I'm done with talking It's my testament I'ma make sure you wish you got arrested bitch I ain't got no patience left Can cope with all this pain I gotta do what's right for me or reconstruct my brain I used to have some C, I don't feel like there's any left, so get my back, i go fuck off, I'ma do this till my final breath, i just really need some rest cause I am so tired, living through hell but I feel like my life is on fire, I just really need some rest cause I am so tired, so tired, now I've said a lot and it's hard to take it, my heart turned to icy, the shit is breaking, I'm trying to be strong so there's no mistaking, But wearing a mask but I'm done with faking, keep it real with y'all, I ain't happy to my comment just slip and fall even though i do i get right back up so i know that i gotta pick the mic back up but i'm running out of shit to keep me going all i got left is my kids and am flowing when i go on the road miss doing shows i'm losing focus yes i know this trying to push but i'm feeling hopeless gotta keep my head right gotta self-reflect this for all my dead homies let me pay respect And so this for all my dead
2: homies let me pay respect word chase brandon To anybody that's lost someone to drugs, alcohol, suicide, or worse, you're not alone. I know your pain. It's Gibbs. Medicaid. Peace.
1: All right, that was Tired by Gibbs Medicaid. <coughs> God, I told you I fucking coughing like crazy. <clears throat> I really fucking like that track when you send it over and stuff like that. I really like I remember you talking to me about uh about how before you wrote the song you were talking about how you wanted to do the hook. Right about how right. you wanted to I remember you are just saying, you're just like, dude, like I was back like, and forth, like I want to like, scream. You're just yeah. like, I want to fucking scream on this one hook, but I just don't know if I'm going to be able to have a guy to mix it. The, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you, you weren't sure. Like you said, like you took a lot of time to fucking like, make sure it's what you wanted and stuff. But it was just like, I remember you talking about that. And like, as soon as I heard it, I was just like, damn, yo, he
2: fucking yeah. hit it. He, fucking no, it, it definitely, this, it was definitely like the m- most time I've ever focused on one specific track and like for a number of reasons namely first off like at the time the the recording equipment was an issue 900 was able to mix and master but we didn't have uh the correct type of microphone to be able to take in like screaming vocals and whatnot so we weren't sure how that was going to come out over a condenser mic. He didn't want to necessarily do that and take my money for something he couldn't guarantee, which I completely understood and respected. So, like, I just kind of put it on the back burner for a while till uh, actually right after this this COVID shit hit and me and the homies, uh, Wolf Trout and Hippie started playing around, uh, Wolf Trout actually lent me. Uh, a microphone that he had That was exactly what I needed to be able to do that So as soon as he gave me the green light To hold on to that boy I, I got those vocals recorded out instantly I Hell was yeah. like yo let's get this shit and get it going
1: It was. Uh, it's such a good fucking mix Like it's uh, like uh, What I meant is That was a good one mm. What I meant was it's a good mixture It's perfect like the, the way that you integrate Like the screamo Genre into the hook And then you come into the verses and rap Like it just I think it meshes so perfectly together. Oh, thank you, I was bro. already seeing people like comment on it from uh...
2: It's definitely. It was definitely one that I had to like really think about and make sure like it came off right and it like I said, like I, everything I do I want to make sense, but this one that was really like I've never done anything like this before. Took yeah, a ton. I, like I've done rap and I've done metal, but I've done them as separate. So trying to find that in between where I could really make them come together was definitely a challenge, but when i seen that like the outcome and the result, oh dude, I mean, when
1: that hook hits, like, just like the breakdown and the beat and everything. I'm so tired. Oh, dude,
2: I can't wait for everyone to see the video. It's going to be so sick. Yeah, man. I wish I could. I wish I didn't have to work that
1: day. I wish I could have been your crackhead. (laughs) You said that to me that day. You were just like, yo, I don't mean this, uh. I don't mean this uh, personally or anything, but I kind of need someone to play a crackhead. (laughs) I mean, bro, like I was like, no offense taken, bro. You don't don't realize how hard it was, how hard it is to to find find a crackhead in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Don't you fucking lie
2: to me? No, I could have found the real ones. It's the acting credibility I would have had on that part. (laughs) Uh, That was the thing: is trying to find people that were willingly. Willing to act like that, that weren't actually crackheads, was a totally different than me going into the back alley behind my house oh, and bro. being like,
1: hey, yo, come here." Could you imagine how bad you could have made me? Like how we could have messed up my hair. We could have done all kinds of shit. Oh, dude. See, and that was... scene where you hit him too. Yeah. I'd have you yeah. hit me. Like <laughs> I'd have legit. I would have been. I would like don't break my fucking jaw. I don't have insurance, but fucking just just tap me. Just give me a good one, like real yeah, quick, and we're gonna out. make it real, like. Type shit. No, I was to getting my, all ready for it when you were asking me about that it, was a the, uh, that the was the actually my cousin
2: change. that ended up doing that one. Did for he? me. Yeah, Did he take so, one. Yeah, I uh, he took a couple by accident because hey! I was trying to I was trying to like give him an idea of like what we were gonna go in for and I was like showing him and like the first one like my depth perception just was a little bit off and I just like tapped him real quick and I was like Bam. oh my bad bro like bah. but no no that was a that was a very hard cast to put together because like it wasn't one of those where, Oh, I'm filming a music video who wants to be in it. Cause it's like, Oh, we're all like partying and blowing down and vibing no, like it's some real, like deep, serious shit. And so like trying to find people that really wanted to like play in those parts was a lot harder than I anticipated because I mean, obviously nobody wants to be portrayed as a, a, a heroin addict or a dope head or whatever. But in the same note like thank you to everyone that made that happen because it only helps me push and further that message more oh yeah like Shout that, out that was what i wanted to like yeah like hands i'm super down.
1: excited to, i'm super excited to see like the full Derek, fucking.
2: sean thing. drift fucking e thank you guys for everybody that came together and made this shit happen like i truly it was a fucking movie and i can't wait for the world to see this shit
1: i'm I'm sure the world's excited to see it As excited as I am to fucking see it I'm excited to see I can't wait to see if there's anybody else who has uh, Visuals that would be coming out from the team Like Anybody who's got some secret work That they're not giving out I know Deep just, uh, Deep just released Episode 3 of her car sessions That was pretty dope Did you check it out?
2: Uh, I actually haven't yet I did see your post up this morning I'm going to have to check that out later today
1: I peeped it before we came in to do the recordings today
2: I've been seeing her on that tip. That's fucking... That's awesome. She's been yeah, getting out there and doing her thing cool, too, yeah.
1: She has a cool little thing going in there. And I know she'd be driving all the time, like, going different places to swim. It would
2: definitely be cool to, like, take the two podcasts and, like, bring them together on some shit, like... Trying to. You guys could definitely make something happen, I feel like.
1: Definitely trying to. I want to I wanna fucking... I definitely want to make... I want to do. I want to do something like that. Even if we don't mesh them, maybe we just like collaborate. Like we do. Yeah. A, we do a session. We do a car sessions, and then we do a one of these, and we just drop them at the same time, and they're just kind of like correlate with go. each other and stuff like that. Like, no, maybe. that's
2: definitely. We'll
1: have to there's there's it mad I tried to get her when it, she was like, back here, but everyone got too fucked up on the edibles, and everyone had a fucking headache and was sick the next day.
2: <laughs> guilty. Guilty is charged. Hey, sometimes it'd be like that, man.
1: Sometimes it, sometimes you just eat too many edibles.
2: Sometimes it's just that mac and cheese just hits right, and then it's night-night.
1: Yeah, I woke up, hit her up. She's like, yo, bro, sorry, but I got a fucking headache. Like, you trying to smoke? <laughs> she was like, yeah, come on over. <laughs> I came over real quick. We, Never
2: say no to the fitchery.
1: Yeah, we fitched, we fitched down. Spitz had already laughed. <clears throat> we fitched down, and then she hit the road, she went back home. Uh, I really want to get cryptic on here. Cryptic would be a cool one. Cryptic. Oh,
2: dude, yeah, I'm sure he'd love to be up here. I
1: mentioned something to him about it, and he said definitely and something like that. But, and we'll we'll work with it. Like I said, and uh, like I said, you guys can come together too. You got like if you want to come with cryptic and sit in the background while he mostly talks, because you can hear in the back. We had a the very first episode that we recorded of the of the podcast I'm doing with my other friend. <clears throat> Room to talk, by the way. Go follow us on all social medias. Room to talk. Um, The one that I did with him right off the bat, our sound guy was in here, and he was, like, adjusting our levels as we were recording and talking and shit like that. Okay. And then there's a couple of times where, like, we said something, and he would he commented on it and stuff like that. And you can... It doesn't ruin anything. It doesn't... No doubt, no doubt. I've actually... I've been, I've been studying other podcasts and stuff like that, too, trying to get a good, like the one that I th- these comedians that my one friend has me on like listen to their podcast like you can tell that they do that they they just like sit like a mic or two like in the middle of the whole thing and like some of them sound a little further away and stuff but they don't even care they just still they just do it up right just no like doubt. a whole bunch of them in, the fu- in like in a circle they fucking they start talking and then they have a, a chuckle hut <laughs> Somewhere where the other friends can just come, who aren't talking or something, they can just come and laugh at them and stuff. Fuck so. yeah, yo!
2: No, it's it's a, it's a whole vibe for sure, and I definitely think like it, it'll it'll be able to expand more as you as you, as you go around and like make your way to other artists and like really touch base. Hell, even even getting down like we we could take a fucking trip down to VA or something one of these weekends. Exactly, and hit the homies down there. Exactly, fucking Hugh Hundo and all them like great there's Grayling Sky like.
1: Just set them up and bang out the fucking episodes with everybody. That, that's the idea. That's the idea once restrictions start lifting and stuff like that. We can start fucking... First off, I get a little bit uh, more consistent schedule and stuff like that <clears throat> with work. But uh, it's a work in progress.
2: And Hey, some of the best things are, man. Yeah, man. Just it's a work person. in
1: progress. We got the... It's more of cosmetic that we need to work with now. We just need to make it look appealing. Yeah, I heard that. We need to make it look appealing. We might add some visuals next. Like, we might add a little little video to the audio and try to do them like that. But, I mean, I definitely the audio think right now help. is what yeah. I'm working with. Yeah, the audio right now, I want, people, I want people to hear the voices. You know what I mean? I right. Want, I want Really get to,
2: familiar with who people are. Like.
1: Yeah. And my thing is, like, if you're going to sit down and listen to a podcast, you're going to listen to it. Right. Like, if you're just going to sit down and listen to someone talk. Like, you're interested in it. No offense. Like, that's just
2: how. I know what you mean. It, yeah. It's like you're. So. But hell yeah, man. No, thank you for having me, bro. It's, it's well, thanks definitely, for being
1: fucking a part of it, definitely man. Definitely
2: been a fucking pleasure. Uh, I say fucking too much. Yeah, Damn. you and me both.
1: It happens. Mama, happened, mama so. would
2: kick my ass, but mama taught me all my words. So, it be would it be. Love you, mama.
1: <laughs> we all love <laughs> our shit. mamas.
2: Even Shout if they out to the like team. The... Shout out the homie Oliver Spitz. The homie Bud Walker. Fucking thank you again for having me, brother. It's been a blessed fucking time. Like, yeah,
1: hell yeah. It's been great. We fitched up beforehand. We're about to go fitch up now. Uh, once again, it's my good homie and fitch team brother, Gibbs Medicaid, uh, episode one. Hopefully we have... a. Uh, Many more yeah, yeah. till next time, buddy.
0: You this was dead before you knew it had a chance to go stand, made your choices, and you blew it. Fuck a heart up on my sleeve as you just fucking abused it. Bitch, I hate your fucking face, you dumb as fucking, you useless. Don't know why I took the time to even put this in music. Yeah, you'll probably never hit us, and if you do, then you lose it. I just had to let some anger out so fuck you in peace. I got better shit to do, making my name in the streets. No, I've never been discreet. I keep moving on my feet with the team on my back. We stay equipped with the heat, and I got way too many motherfuckers. Fucking best on my shit list Probably me sitting home alone beating off with fucking dick mitts and tour vans with more plans make moves building business. Ain't nobody gonna see me till I'm coming back for Christmas. I said I'm here to take the words about and throw a parade. I'm about to have them looking back at all the moves that I make Excuse me running on the path that I lay I got to hustle till the end cuz I got to get paid I said I'm here to take the words about it throw a parade. I'm about to have them looking back at all the moves that I made. Excuse me running on the path that I lay I got to hustle till the end cuz I got to I get paid. Got a whole fucking crew with a potent weed addiction and I'm smoking any day fucking pill bottle prescription and I want the whole check. I ain't taking no commissions I'ma reap my own rewards while they watch from a distance. I'm a fucked up individual with a manic disorder. The old me would have fucked you up. My patience was shorter but it's like every year my mental change by the quarter. I get mad for a while then it passes kind of sort of back and forth back and forth. Man I think my brain losing living emotions losing words fucking never mood swings. Fight myself in the world on a regular basis. Yeah no matter all the obstacles, and disapproving faces I care too much, now that don't ever had the in-between Climb some rungs, slip and fall, life's a ladder, nah I mean I've been up, I've been down, I've been all over around. Better blast your fucking speakers, I'ma smack you with my sound I said I'm here to take the world, and throw a parade I'm about to have them looking back at all the moves that i make. made It's Medicaid, running on the path that I lay I gotta hustle till the end, cause I gotta get paid I said I'm here to take the world, and throw a parade I'm about to have them looking back at all the moves that i make. made It's Medicaid, run and on the path that I lay I gotta hustle till the end Cause I gotta get paid